The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, Dr. Martin Patrick is one of the few black British gay novelists currently writing. He's lived, worked and grown up in London, England and Europe. And he's on the line with us here. How are you doing today? Toby, hello there. Um, Very, very nice to speak with you. I'm fine. And this is going to be quite exciting to have just share and exchange a few thoughts and words. Absolutely. So what kind of novels would you say you tend to to focus on? Nice question. I write primarily romantic fiction and occasionally crime novels. Sometimes I blend the two together so you have a sort of romantic thriller. But romance novels are absolutely my genre. What is it about romance that you enjoy so much? What I enjoy is the fact that um, I've lived with it and through it and without it. Mm. Uh, So I actually do know what it means, what romance means. And particularly, um, you know, when you grow up, in the 1970s and 80s and you actually understand through your love of Hollywood cinema and European art cinema what it means. Those things actually shaped my understanding of romance fiction. And you say that you mix romance and crime. How do you do that? Well, if you think of Hitchcock, for example, he constantly mixed and combined romance and crime, um, whether it was Notorious or even Rare Window. So you sometimes have um, a threat or danger that's um, happening to one of your protagonists and very often the male lead uh, the male protagonist will help the heroine um, and sometimes she'll help him and even in Bond films you know he's rescuing her from danger and perhaps she will kill the person that threatens his life and that's Thunderball so what I like about romance and um, crime thrillers is the way in which you have a dual tension the hope and Uh, and love for um, can she be the one, can he be the one, and um, whoever is actually um, hot on their heels and and threatening their lives um, you'll think to yourself, you know, how do I get out of this situation? And very often when you do, that's what makes you the hero and the heroine. So yeah. I like those things a lot. And I think in general, people love reading crime novels, don't they? Yes, they do. Be it Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie wrote thousands of them and romance was so often in them. Um, so yes, indeed. And all the way up to Raymond Chandler and, you know, um, so many writers today. 
um, you know, including Elmore, um, uh, Elmore Leonard. Yeah. So crime and romance and um, love and sex with danger so often makes for a thrilling novel. And what inspires all these novels for you? Where do you look to for inspiration? Interesting question, particularly in the light of Netflix. You know, there's yeah. so many different sorts of dramas which are taking place on Netflix at the moment. Um, but I really do love the classics. I mean, I really do love a good Raymond Chandler novel. Um, yeah. Film noir and neo-noir continue to inspire me. And I find the idea um, that you will read through in a noir fiction novel very exciting. And we're living in such extraordinary times that uh, people live um, with different levels of threat um, yeah. that help or hinder their well-being. So life around us at this moment in time is a real test of your mettle. Who are you? What do you do? How do you get yourself out of situations? What do you long for? What do you need? It's the human condition that creates romance and danger. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned Netflix because do you get inspiration from watching TV shows? I do to a certain extent um, because for those people that don't read novels, maybe they're consuming romance and crime narrative through um, popular fiction that one finds on um, so many Netflix uh, programs. You know, there's serials, series and films that um, have found such a, such a wide audience today through Netflix. And obviously you're not directly lifting it from Netflix because that's plagiarism, but how do you translate something from the telly to a book? Well, I don't do that. I have my own ideas which I then go through an entire process of developing yeah. from the character, what he's looking for, what he fears, um, his journey from beginning through middle to end. Um, my process of actually unpacking characters is very much about uh, my sensibilities as a Black Brit, um, mm. my interests in romance, considering how difficult it is to find in today's culture and how I go about creating a story that I hope will thrill the reader because it is about our times and it is about the search that we're going through as millennials and Gen Zs um, and it is what we're hoping to find in life. So um, inspiration from television and films, um, no, I don't do that. I don't take those stories and think <laughs> how can I sort of um, loop it around, change it around. My ideas are my ideas. But yeah. I just know that in a culture that we live in, um, there are so many different avenues that brings new ideas mm. to a new audience. And with Netflix and things, do you think people are still interested in picking up a book rather than finding a show to watch? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, if you look at, you know, what's popular on Amazon, you know that books are still being bought. During the pandemic, people were reading, uh, I think, far more than they were um, before, um, because, you know, what do you do when you're locked in? <laughs> and how do you pass <laughs> your time? And I think, you know, there's there's um, Kindle and there's all sorts of ways in which you can read books. But actually having the book in your hand and turning the pages is the quintessential way in which so many people still read books. Yeah. And that makes me very happy. And what would you say is your normal process when you're coming up with a book? Sometimes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The genesis of the idea about what's his journey, who is he and what's his journey, that comes to me first. And what I really enjoy is then plotting out who he is, what he wants, what he fears, and how he's going to get it. Yeah. Then I think about, um, does the story take place at this moment in time or slightly before, or will it take place slightly in the future? Um, but very definitely, um, stories come to me by who is he and who is is she what does she want what does he fear how are they going to prove um their heroism if there's one thing that makes us feel really good about our lives is when we can overcome problems when we can overcome the things that hold us back and that makes for a very exciting narrative for the reader yes and it's been a very exciting year of books for you hasn't it indeed um uh two of my books are now um uh published this year um that is Son of the Dish and um, The Labyrinth of Families. And those two books actually complete a trilogy. Um, it started with Love Both Ways and then moved on to Son of the Dish and finally ends with The Labyrinth of Families. Love Both Ways, from the cover, it's got the kind of gender symbols in different combinations, if you like. 
What yes. inspired that? It was my belief uh, that we are not seeing enough romantic stories between um, men who fall in love. Um, and I wanted to write that story. I wanted to write a story about two recently divorced fathers who meet in therapy at a group and then see and understand where his life is going. I'd like to help him to get there. And for the other, um, where his the things that are missing in his life, I'd like to help him to get it. Yeah. And so these two recently divorced fathers who need so much to build themselves up and to continue their lives with their um, sons and daughters, I just thought what a wonderful story that would make. And that's what I wanted to write. And so I plotted it all out, yeah. <laughs> worked out all the characters. And the family dynamics from, you know, wife to um, former wife. Uh, mm. One wife is very, very loving and a beautiful woman. And the other one is not. She is oh. definitely a femme fatale. So the break with um, with husbands and wives and the need to continue their lives with their sons and daughters. And I just thought, I've just not read that story and I want to read it. So let me write it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I've ever heard anything like it, but it seems like there's definitely a place for it and you've found that gap. Indeed, um, I think it's very important, you know, if you're going to offer a book to the public, if you're just offering the same thing over and over again, then that's hardly, well, it's hardly news and it's yeah. hardly new. So what you have to do is that you have to use your imagination, you have to use your cultural sensibilities to understand what am I telling the audience about a different story? And mm. that's why I thought two recently divorced fathers who meet in spiritually and then passionately fall in love would be a great story. And how do they keep their families? And son of a dish, what does that actually yeah. mean? Son of a dish. Um, well, you know, if you see a beautiful woman, and especially in, in American vernacular, a dish is a beautiful woman. And yeah. also, if for a fella, um, he's very dishy. And so I just knew I wanted to play on words with son of a dish. His yeah. mother is a beautiful woman. So we have a devoted Jewish son that has to find a second husband for his widowed mother in order for him to marry the woman of his dreams. Mm. But his mother, there's a woman that she thinks would be perfect for him. And um, Aaron is not really attracted to that woman. But he agrees with his mother. He says to his mother, if I go out with the woman that you want me to marry, you think's perfect for me, then I would like you to go out with some suitors that I think would be perfect for you. And in a Jewish culture, that is taboo. You just, wow. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, that's so tasty. That's so irresistible. I'm going to go out with the woman that you think is right for me. And so you will see suitors that I think are right for you. And what's the hell's going to happen from that? Yeah. And I just thought, bingo, do it. Right. Yeah. Dishy is a common word that's used, isn't it? Because that's what they call the Prime Minister, Dishy Rishi. And you used to do open mic readings. How yes. did that influence your writing? You have to understand when you're telling a story to an audience, there are ways in which they listen. There are ways in which you pace the story. There are ways in which you have to get over your nerves and overcome them. And you grow in confidence when you're standing in front of an audience. And I used to combine things such as movement and mime and music as an atmospheric um, addition to what the story is. So, um, so many of my 
my stories were about the Black British experience. So I used a lot of music to underscore that. And then I wanted to tell stories that had a certain sense of humour to them. Because if you're standing in front of an audience for 40 minutes and then you're telling them depressing stories, believe me, you can <laughs> empty that room. Yeah. So you better find your sense of humour. And I think humour is something that is a vital part of dealing with anything that's difficult. Now, have you got any more books coming out? Nice question. As a matter of fact, I'm currently editing um, my newest novel, Scar in Their Hearts. That's S-K-A. Scar as in Caribbean music. Yeah. And it's about two two guys who first meet in the early 60s um, and their friendship extends throughout the 60s and into the 70s and right up to the 21st century, right up to... Um, this moment in time and that is a wonderful love story about these two friends who changed their lives and is this book a new book that's separate from the trilogy that you've finished yes it is so um the trilogy is the trilogy and those stories are now complete and scar in their hearts is a totally different novel with um a completely different story that's telling what I think is awfully important. I love to tell romantic stories because we live in a culture where romance, not only does it seem to be dying, but so many people don't know what it is because Mm -hmm. they like stories about lust. And stories about lust are not necessarily romance stories. Well, in the meantime, where are we able to find all the books you've done so far? Of course, Love Both Ways, Son of a Dish, and The Labyrinth of Families. Well, they are actually all available on Amazon in the UK, as well as Amazon in the USA. So if, for example, you type any of the titles into Amazon, you'll find them. If you type my name, um, Martin Patrick, you will find um, my um, MySpace, in other words, um, my profile and what I do and what I've done. And you will then find a pathway to the novels on Amazon and they're on Barnes & Noble. And also it'll take you to my website. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you on the show. Thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. 
Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. The throbbing pulse of 